0: One. Welcome back, listeners and subscribers. It's been a little while, but we are back, and we've got a great show for you today. It's for your amusement. I know it's a little bit different of a of an intro, but I felt <laughs> like after a little bit, we need to address it. Um, I'm here with my friends Nick and Nolan. Guys, welcome.
1: Welcome, welcome back. It's been uh, time goes by way, 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 way too fast. Uh, Kyle was in Disney recently from the thirty first. Right? Was that when you showed yeah. up on Thursday?
0: Yeah, we went. yep yeah, exactly. Thursday,
1: the thirty first, and then Nolan and I joined him on Saturday, and we. This was the first time that all of us had been to. Uh, Disney together. We only went to Hollywood Studios as a park together. We did do Disney Springs. Um, I'm really curious. I'm going to let Kyle and Nolan take a lead on this one because Nolan hasn't been to Disney in general um, in a very long time. And Hollywood Studios, it's been at least you know, 13, 14 years. It was his first time experiencing Star Wars and all that stuff. So I'm really curious on your opinion. So whoever wants to go first, I want to hear your ups, your downs, your highs, your lows. Did you guys have a good time? Yeah.
2: I think we should uh do it chronologically. Okay. If you get yeah, Kyle, if you want to go like Thursday, Friday and I can yeah. hop in after that.
0: Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. So so Thursday, so we got there. So we got up maybe Eli, who uh is one of our friends and he went with us. So we got up um early. I think we got up at like seven thirty, um and just to make sure that we got a um a fast pass. Okay, so let me explain. So <laughs> after not expl- not understanding for the longest time the whole Genie Plus Lightning Lane stuff, let's let's clarify that for everyone because I feel like that's something that you need a PhD to understand. Um, so there are two different options now in trying to, like, quote-unquote, make reservations um, for Disney rides. So the first one is called the Lightning Lane Pass, and that only applies to, like, the e-ticket attractions, so like Avatar, Flight of Passage, you know, Rise of the Resistance, um, you know, those types, Ratatouille, those types of rides. So what that is is at in the very beginning of the day when the park opens. So let's say eight thirty, you can buy a ticket, um, or you can buy like essentially a ticket to ride that ride. And so you have to do it. You have to be online at eight thirty. And you can be online ever, anywhere. So the old system, you had to be on the Disney property. Now you can do it anywhere. So like we were in Miami, and so we got up at 830, you know, 730, and by 830, we were able to, to get our, our Lightning Lane Pass. So Lightning Lane Pass, you pay $15 for the attraction, and they give you a random time, so you can't choose. And usually it's like later in the day, like 435. Um, and so that's the first thing. And they go, they go quick. So if you don't get on by eight thirty, you're pretty much done because like they let the people they let people in who were staying on the, the property before you, and so like, they let you in at like eight o'clock, and so they take a bunch of the lightning pa- lane passes, and so if you want a lightning lane pass, do it at eight thirty. We almost didn't even get one. The four of us when we were on Sunday, we were trying to get one for Rise of the Resistance, and luckily one popped up at like what nine o'clock, something like that.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. So
0: yeah, and so so that's the first thing is Lightning Lane. And then the second thing is Genie Plus. So you have to buy Genie Plus and I I think it was like sixty dollars, uh if I remember correctly. And so essentially what Genie Plus is, it's a modified version of like a fast pass, you know, like a universal where if you can book other rides. So like so most other rides have a genie plus like ticket you can get. But here's the thing. So you pay the $60 once and then what happens is you can get, um, you can buy a, uh, or you can like get a, a Genie Plus pass for a ride every two hours. So if you get on at 8.30 and buy a Genie Plus pass for, let's say, you know, um, let's say Star Tours, you can't get another pass until 10.30. And you can get as many Genie Plus passes as you want, um, but it has to be spaced out over two hours, and I think we could We're going to talk about this, and I want to get you guys' opinion on the new system later. But that's generally how it works. So, so that being said, so let's start on Thursday. So we got to, we got up early, and we got our our Lightning Lane pass for Avatar Flight of Passage. So we we got, I think a, a five o'clock, five thirty time. Um, and so we ended up going to Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom was fun, but it's it's one of those parks where there's not a lot to do. Um, so, like, for instance, there aren't that many rides, especially when um, Everest is closed. So what we did, we went on the safari, which was really cool because we got to see a bunch of the uh, the animals there. Um, I mean, you know, animals that you don't really get to see too often. So that was awesome.
2: And um, sitting in your backyard?
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. True. (laughs) And yeah, so we did that. Um, we did like, we did, um, uh, Lion King had a show. We did that. Um, and I mean like those were, those were really the only two that I kind of remember. We walked around, um, trying to see what else we did. Um, I mean, that was pretty much it until we ended up going to, um, so uh, we went to Flight of Passage and so Flight of Passage was awesome. And like that was really, really cool. Like it was, it was something that's, it's very much like, um, soaring if you haven't been on it. And it, but it's, it's more interactive. Like it's, it's very, it's very cool. So that was really cool. And then we went on, um, went on the Navi River Adventure, which is the other avatar ride there. That was awesome. Um, and I honestly don't even know what else we did. Like the day went quick cause we were waiting, I don't know, we were waiting for, you know, for, um, like the safari or we were, we had lunch and I don't know, even know where the day went, honestly. Um, but yeah, that's my thought on Animal Kingdom is if, if, if you don't, if you either, if you don't want to do Avatar, skip it. Or if you want to do Avatar, maybe go to another park and then come back to Avatar. Um, I guess the only issue with that now, and Disney has all these ridiculous rules. Um, they're very arbitrary. Like, so you have to make a reservation at a park once you're um, you're buying your tickets, and that's the first park you want to go to. So if you make a reservation, Animal Kingdom, you can't go to another park, even if you have a park hopper, until after two p.m. So like that's really stupid, but. Anyway, <laughs> so that's – yeah, so that was that was Thursday, and we kind of just chilled and took it slow. And then Friday was our really big day because we hit three different parks. We hit the three other parks that are there. So what we did was we went to um, – what did we go to first? I think we went to Hollywood Studios first. Um, and so we we went over there, and that was – there were a lot of great rides there, but we actually – because of the lines and because you guys were coming and we're going to go to that park, we really saved most of the big rides for you guys. Um, and yeah, so like we did like Toy Story mania, which was awesome. Um, we did, um, we did star tours and star tours. I mean, it's overlooked because, um, you know, because of the new, uh, star Wars rides, but they're really good. Um, we did millennium Falcon, which was awesome. Oh and and as a as a heads up Millennium Falcon um on most times you go there the the line is like 60 to 80 minutes but if you go on the um individual line which is like you know just the um you know the single riders line it's significantly shorter so if you're ever going on that I totally recommend that Um so that was yes yeah, so we went to Hollywood Studios then we made our way over to Epcot. Um we did Ratatouille. Um the Lightning Lane pass was gone unfortunately at 8:30 when we tried to get it. Um so we had to wait, I think we waited 90 minutes for it. Ratatouille was awesome. I know Nick you've been on it and Nolan you haven't been on it yet, right?
2: No, sir.
0: Yeah, so it I mean it's really cool. Like it I thought it was worth the wait. Um it's a ride where it's very similar to spider-man like i thought that it was it was really similar because they you know it's a combination of like sets and then also like um screens and you know kind of you're in this adventure um and you're kind of being whisked away um and it was trackless which was awesome And trackless means you know literally what it sounds like there's no track and you know it could go anywhere um we did that there were a bunch of things i wanted to do an app cop that I didn't get to do. Um, I went on test track for the first time in years, which was awesome. I mean, that was really, really cool. It was much faster than I thought it would be. <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't. I wish I wish I would have gotten to the other ones um that, like, we talked about. Like, you're living with the land you guys love.
1: I wish I would have gotten there. Yeah, um, the land, baby. Uh, you can't I skip wish. the land. If you're going to Disney I, and you skip the land, I'm going to cut your legs off. <laughs> you know, first. Well,
0: at least at least I'll get into a uh, a wheelchair and hopefully cut the line. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we did that. We did a couple of the smaller like rides, like we did um like Grand Fiesta Tour because that had no weight. Um, and yeah, we like, Yeah, that was a great ride. I'd never been on it before. Um, yeah, we walked like we did like the um, what was it? We did the um. Fuck, I'm, um, oh, we'd be like the, going around the world and like, you know, um, like eating, like eating different things, drinking different things around the world. So that was really What
1: cool. was, what was your favorite, uh, snack that you had in the showcase? So, so
0: I really liked there was, um, so there was this caramel place that's sponsored by Werther's.
1: Oh, yeah. It's in Norway, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's in Norway. And it had this really cool, like, s'mores caramel thing, which is awesome.
1: The bakery there is really good. Anybody who's going to Disney uh, soon, go to the bakery in Norway. Their stuff is amazing. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would have liked to go on <laughs> – yeah.
0: I I would have liked to go on Frozen also, but, I mean, it, the line was too long, um, and I had already done it um, last time I was there. So we ended up going over to Magic Kingdom. And at this point, Eli have had enough. <laughs> <laughs> we'd been to a couple of parks already. He wasn't really in the mood to, uh, it was like, you know, later it was like I don't know, six o'clock. He wasn't in the mood to really do much in animal at uh, magic kingdom, which is a shame because uh pro tip go later to these parks. Like they're open. Like let's say till nine go like it's six, seven, eight o'clock. Like the lines are so short. Um. So we ended up going on Pir- on pirates and uh pirates was awesome. Um, but yeah, that's really all we got to do in Magic Kingdom.
1: So you were in Magic Kingdom for a total of what? An hour? Something like that. Oh, boy, Something, wow.
0: Yeah, we, I had to get that, okay, so my only condition was, he wanted to go, and and so he wanted to go early. I said, we have to go to Pirates, and we have to go get the cheesesteak egg rolls that I've been <laughs> looking forward to the whole trip. They were only in Magic Kingdom. Um, so yeah, so that's where we were, but pirates was awesome as usual.
1: A classic attraction. So that was, that was Friday, right? Yeah. Okay. So cut to Saturday morning. Um, Nolan and I had met Kyle at the hotel. We decided that day we were going to go to Disney Springs. Now there was for, a forecast of heavy rain for most of the day, which if you're from Florida, if you're visiting Florida, expect rain at any given time, expect it to last from five minutes to five hours bring a rain jacket with you in the summer, it's wild out here. So we went to Disney Springs. Now, uh, Kyle, when was the last time you were in Disney Springs?
0: Um, probably, when was it? Uh, did we go in, no, we didn't go in November. So probably two years ago in January 2020.
1: Okay, so it's been a little while. Nolan, he, Nolan said he, he goes, uh, I guess, as often as he can when he's in Orlando. Uh, Kyle, has it changed at all since last time you were there? Do you remember anything new?
0: I don't think so. I think everything was almost exactly the same.
1: Okay, oh, you so know what? Did... The
0: only thing that was new was your uh, your guy's chicken.
1: Oh, yeah, chicken guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, well, since we're on that, I mean, we might as well. Nolan, Nolan had the chicken guy for the first time. I'm a big fan of chicken guy. I rave about it to everybody who goes. It's cheap eats, good food, quick service. Do the mobile ordering. You can skip the line. Nolan, give me your review on chicken guy real fast. Uh,
2: No, I was I was in the mood. I was really hungry. And like I, I I love chicken. I love chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Not like I would say like you have to do this and eat a chicken sandwich, sort of guy. But I will say, um, the chicken sandwiches. That's the only thing that I had that I could like talk about. But they were really good. Um, like really good. Like you should definitely try it as like a snack or anything. Um, I got two sandwiches. I think I got an original chicken sandwich and then the other one was like a Mexican or a Santa Fe or one of those. Um, but, uh, they were both, both really good. Um, I would say the original was probably better. So I would suggest just getting original, whatever sauce they got on it is just keep it that way. And, uh, it was top tier. So ditto to what Nick says.
1: All right, so good review. Kyle, next time to you, you're going to have to try it, and we're going to have to get your uh, review uh, firsthand. 100%. So another thing that we did that I want to get your guys uh sort of review on, because I had done it before. I think Nolan had done it before as well. But Kyle had done this for the first time, not for the first time in his, like, experience of going to Orlando, but the first time at this particular spot, meaning the Coke store in Disney Springs. On the third floor of the balcony level, they offer a uh, – drink around the world cokes from around the world um like a flight two flight trays uh it, it's a lot of fun bringing a group of people and it's really fun to watch people's reactions uh from drink to drink so Kyle how was your experience doing the world showcase uh flight
0: I loved it I thought it was awesome I mean you know we got to we got to try a ton of different cokes and I I really enjoyed it I the only thing that I realized was they didn't really have, like, any major countries that I, I kind of remember they did before.
1: Meaning, like, Germany, France, like, the big hitters? Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah.
1: Yeah, that is kind of interesting. I guess, I don't know, I guess big big countries like that would mainly just be known for, like, a, the traditional classic Coke taste. I don't know how, if they venture crazy like that, because Italy, Italy's oh, my God, the Beverly... If if you get the flight, just dump that over the balcony. It is just yeah. the worst. Oh, it tastes like brutal. medicine. Yeah, it tingles on your tongue for at least an hour. No, no bueno. Yeah, that um,
2: was smelly. <laughs> so smelly. Um,
1: so that's a great experience. It's a lot of fun. It's really not super expensive. It's totally worth your time. Uh, I, I, last thing before we move off of Disney Springs from my perspective, if you guys have anything else to chime in, go for it. Um, I just want to talk about what was it called where we ate dinner? At City Works.
2: Yeah. So. Right, City
1: Works? City Works is a uh, bar, a sports bar towards the Cirque du Soleil show building in Disney Springs, the corner of Disney Springs. I had never pers- personally, I'd never been there before. Nolan made the reservation, which was a, a blessing because we got to watch the uh Villanova UNC game. And th- there's TVs out the waz. The food was very good. I had chicken tacos. Nolan had chicken tacos. I think Kyle got a burger, right? Kyle, you got a burger?
0: I think – no, I think I got either that or a um, chicken sandwich. I can't remember.
1: Okay, so, I mean, beer, good bar food. Yeah. If you're a sports guy, you really can't beat it. I do recommend it if you're in Disney Springs and you can get a reservation or just do a walk-up. I totally recommend it. Um, anything else to chime in on Disney Springs before we move on to the good stuff? Uh,
2: <laughs> Bill Pack. <Paxton. laughs> <Bill Paxton. laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, yeah, Nolan, you want to talk about that? That was, that was right. an interesting experience.
2: Yeah, so pretty much, um, like Nick said, um, when there's a lot of rain in the forecast, you know it's going to hit. You just don't don't know exactly when. Sometimes you do get lucky, you know. But uh, I knew it was going to come down pretty hard because of uh, the front that was coming, but I didn't know what exactly was going to happen. So uh, I was looking at my phone constantly. I know Kyle was always asking for the updates. I was giving them to him, um, but I was not <laughs> know when it was going to hit. And, uh, luckily, you know, I was, I was looking at the, the sky and I was like, hmm, that's a little interesting. So, uh, I decided to, I was like, you know what? Let's go get the Coke. And that was perfect timing because I think we were like maybe three, three Cokes down. <laughs> it just started to open up. Right sideways well first it didn't start there but it started really slow and then it just got bad and then it got to worse and then worse And it w- it was like like uh i don't know like usually down in florida like it's pretty bad but this is it was like a lot worse than uh, like just a normal thunderstorm. i would say that like, c- you couldn't even see across from <laughs> the uh upper deck of the coke store like so that was kind of wild but uh it was it was pretty funny and then once it got to be like ten minutes into the storm, it started to rain like sideways and uh all the people were like rushing in to get up to the elevator and then the, the floors were wet, looked like the Titanic, and then we all rushed <laughs> inside. So that was that was a really funny story to look back on. But uh actually it was good because after it was uh it was nice weather. Pretty pretty chilly. A lot a lot better than the average uh sun sunbeams ra- raising on you. So This is true.
1: All right. Also, if you're from Florida, I think oh, you should oh. be a certified meteorologist by default. Anyway, Kyle, what were you gonna say?
0: Uh, I was just gonna say before we move off to Disney Springs. The night before you guys got there, uh or two nights before maybe, um, we ate at the plight pig and like that oh, was yeah. Unbelievable. Like, I had it when I was there twenty twenty in 2020, but it was even better this time. Like, the ribs were
1: amazing. It was really good. Uh, ditto. Agreed.
2: Yeah. And
1: that was very good barbecue.
2: I will say that I feel like it's really hard to find a bad food experience in Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I Unless you like... want to wait two hours for a cookie at Gideon's. I was going to say, <laughs> anyway.
0: Gideon's was the only thing I, I would have <laughs> tried, but it was crazy. The line's insane. Yeah.
2: But uh, I feel like it's it's kind of I feel like a universe is kind of like a mix, you know. Sometimes really good, sometimes just like, eh, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, that is something that I do give them a lot of credit for because it's it's really difficult to kind of have all those restaurants kind of being top tier every any given moment. So
3: yeah,
1: that's that's definitely well said, uh, Kyle. Closing comments?
0: No, nothing on that.
1: Alright, so here's the juice. Here's the, the piece de resistance. what we've been waiting for. Sunday. Sunday arrives. Um we got there for quote unquote rope drop for Hollywood studios. Uh, I was very excited because Nolan hadn't been there in ages and Nolan's a big theme park guy. Uh, we have this fucking podcast because of the guy, so um that, that says it all right there. So we get there for rope drop and our plan was to try to get a, genie plus pass for specifically for rise of the resistance because we know how hectic that can get so the park opens at 8 30 we get into the park i'm friggin' doing the thing on my phone trying to get it working and all the passes are booked up immediately right <laughs> which is that uh uh customary for that to happen throughout the day so that it doesn't jam up their system maybe maybe not go to the bathroom drop the kids off get <laughs> out it's like eight forty five, give or take and for whatever reason, God kissed me on the cheek and he got <laughs> all four of us a genie plus pass for was it five o'clock I think? Some around five o'clock, deep yeah. in the oh, afternoon, God. let's say. Uh enough to watch the sunset over Darth Vader's helmet. So yeah. look, we we had this, this pass and I do we want to tell tell the 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 pushback or do we want to go through what we went on first?
0: Um, uh, First. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. So, uh, Kyle, you lead off. We split off in the morning. Nolan and I did something different than Kyle. So, Kyle, what did you do first?
0: So me and Eli went directly to Slinky Dog at Rope Drop. So that was that was really cool. Like um, I'd never been on that before because like the line is always insane. But that was it was like a real roller coaster. um, And I hadn't been on a real roller coaster in a long time. And that was awesome.
1: Yeah, we got you on an even bigger one later on, but we'll get I to I know. That.
0: that was the better so, one, even. <laughs>
1: it was amazing. <laughs> so, so, hold on. how I, I got that picture on my phone, dude. That shit is hysterical. Oh, uh, me um, too. It's it's really funny. <laughs> so, how, how long did you wait for Slinky Dog, real quick?
0: It wasn't that long. It was, like, I might be wrong, but it was, like, 25 minutes or so.
1: Okay. So, uh folks, if you're going for – this is a weekend day, whether it be Saturday or Sunday. The weekends are very busy. Uh This is – Kyle's sign of telling you to go straight to Slinky Dog if you don't want to wait an hour. Or so
2: there's this, that. This was like I would say 10, 15 minutes once you got once the park opened, so it was even yes. like run over to do all this.
1: Agreed. So uh a ride that I haven't been on but deeply, deeply love and care about is I've to- been on in a while, I mean, is Tower of Terror. So Nolan and I split off and we hit Tower of Terror. I was uh, excited isn't like the right word for it. I was far beyond that when I stepped into the this the pre show where the lightning strikes and Rod Serling is giving you the briefing on what you're about to experience. I uh, I had a really nostalgic moment. I got chills. I really uh, it, it was just a a sentimental moment. Probably one of the best moments of the trip that I will hold with me for a long time. Um Nolan, I wanna I wanna get your, your full experience on Tower of Terror because you haven't been there in forever. So was it what you remembered? Was it better?
2: Did you appreciate yeah, it, it more it,
1: now that you're older?
2: It it was it was pretty wild. Like I like it's kinda like maybe the the best way I it's kind of funny, ironic that I would be saying this, but it's kinda like when you're you have a dream and then like you kinda like don't remember it, but then like maybe in a year or two or something like that you go back to like that same spot or like the same kind of thing pops up Mm. it kind of felt like that exact same thing and it was just i i told nick like after um i think it was after the pre-show i was telling him that just about how like detailed and how like just it just how much you're submerged into like the actual rod in the environment rather than like i would say like a universal you know especially when it came to tower of terror because people i mean everybody that's been on it like you know with like the pre-show and how they have the hotel set up it just looks so like um what's the word it's so de- it's just so immersive so just that and then the actual ride is just awesome you know um like I, like nick said i've been to disney in uh, a really long time um but it, it was so fun and uh i do i do uh i did think it was gonna be a little more intense i will say that um but it was it was really fun and uh i mean it just i don't know how you would like if you have and like i would say i told nick like my ride rankings after the whole trip but uh it's like a ride you really can't you can't miss so
1: yeah definitely well said on there um Disney does a great job with making living sets, making you feel like the environment that you're in has been lived in, and you're just a guest uh in that situation. Tower of Terror has t- c- climbed up on the rankings tremendously, based on nostalgia alone. Uh, fantastic, fantastic ride. We joined up later after Tower of Terror, meeting in the middle of the park with the now-exposed Grom's Chinese Theater with the removal of Mickey's Sorcerer <laughs> Hat. And the first ever Mickey-themed ride, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Now, I yeah. have been on this multiple times, and I have I have thoughts on this ride, um, especially with what it replaced. But I'm going to let Kyle and Nolan give their speech on this because they hadn't been on this before. So go ahead, whoever wants to take it.
0: Nolan, you want to start?
2: Sheesh, um, all right. <laughs> yeah, well, I can um, start um, if you want me to, but no, you, you no, want to start? I, I can and you can help me out, but um like mick said i i don't know where nick's nostalgia and rankings were from the great movie ride but i have so many memories and just so like that's like one of the main rides like i could like like based off my memory just being a kid like that's like a top two ride probably just the amount of times that i've been on it and stuff like that so i have a lot of nostalgia when it comes to that it's just a specific oh my um so, <laughs> so um going into it I will admit I was I was uh you know I was skeptical um you know because I've heard really good things I've heard you know technology and all that and obviously the stuff that it replaced you know it it did seem that it was like eh, whatever you know so uh the uh I'll start with the pre-show and uh it's pretty cool, um just how I won't like spoil anything but how they uh you know set it up, how you're kind of s- submerged into the cartoon and just um how you're transported into i guess the line area from the uh theater, which is a cool little segue um so that was really cool and the actual ride um i think this I think this is what I said after the day was up. But uh it was probably for me, I think the the best the most surprised I was, I think, was because I think I didn't have the highest ex- expectations. But um it was just it's a really great ride and just the technology and the way that they kinda use the trackless system. Um we're gonna talk about Star Wars or Rise to the Resistance, but the way that they use the uh technology for the railway way ride is just I think is really awesome. Um the sets that they use, just um the different effects that they have. It is it's a really cool story. And you know, I think they did an awesome job. And if I mean I, if I'm saying that, you know, based off like what I said before with how they replaced a goat ride, um I think it means a lot. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, no one you hit it on the head. Um, I was lucky in terms of I either don't remember or never went on the great movie ride. So I had nothing to compare it to. Like, I, you know, I wasn't like I was like, how could they tear this down for that? Um, but what I did have was a lot of people were saying how great the Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railroad Railway was. And so like there was a lot of hype for it. It was a really long like it was a long line and like we had to wait on it. It ended up not being as long because we got there. I think that was, like, the second thing we did. So it got there. Um it you know, got there pretty quickly, so it wasn't, like, at capacity like it usually is. But um I got on and had a lot of hype to live up to. And like you said, Nolan, I thought it was amazing. Like, I really liked it. I think they made a great use of the trackless system. Um Mickey and Minnie, like, you, you hear that and you almost think, like, it's going to be a ride that's only really enjoyable for kids. It's not going to be like that intense, but it was great. Like, I thought that like, you know, all the movements were great. Like they really used the trackless system. Well, there's a scene when you're like like quote unquote dancing. And like, that was a really cool scene because like you really were going everywhere back and forth, you know, side to side. Um, That was awesome. Um, I just, I really liked it again. You know, like you said, Nolan, it was, it was a great use of the ride.
1: I mean, that's that's well said, gentlemen. Um, I I have a, a uh, very special place in my heart for the Great Movie Ride. And my expectations were so high with Mickey and Minnie's. I think they were so high, it ruined the ride for me, to be honest with you. Um, it's a great ride, nonetheless. You can't really beat it up too much. I have certain issues with it that this is not a complaining forum, so I'm not going to go into that. Um, but we got lucky. We really didn't wait all that long. I think we waited like a shade under 40 minutes, which is not bad at all. So, um, it was fun. It was fun to ride it with people who hadn't gone on it before because it's great to get other people's opinions. Um, after that, what did we do after that? We went to Muppets? No. (laughs) That's one. Oh, no. we
0: go to Millennium Falcon?
1: No, we got lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we did that, which was the Backlot Express. I think we had lunch at. No complaints. Good food. Quick service. Um, that was good. Cookie, unbelievable. It was good. I agree with you, Kyle. That was a that was a great purchase.
2: Yeah, I'm a huge oatmeal raisin cookie guy, and that was that was fire. Heck, Heck yeah. And we and we, uh, t- and we timed it really good too. Yeah.
1: Yes, I, we beat the crowd. We couldn't have uh we couldn't have timed the whole day better. Nolan and I were talking about that on the way home 20 times. It we just it was as good as it could get for a day oh, yeah. at uh, a Disney park. Um so we saw the Muppet show after that, I believe, and if my uh order is wrong, correct me. Um I like this show, um but I think I, I think it's in its better days. Um Kyle, Nolan agree, disagree?
0: I don't know. I like the Muppet Show. Like I always think it's, it's just something that's it's fun. Like it's funny. You know, it's lighthearted. I, I just I like it. I just think like obviously like, it's there's no like you know quote unquote like ride to it. Like when you know, when you have a Shrek, but even still like I liked it. I just think it's fun.
2: Yeah, I'm i I'm I'm the same way. You know, I I being there because Disney was like my universal growing up. So I just have a lot of memories going on that and just having a good time. Um, so I do agree, you know, it obviously could get an upgrade. But then again, it's like you don't want to oversaturate it with, I mean, I guess maybe uh, just like new technology based rides, you know, like just having this a uh, show just to cool off. Like you want to digest your food like we did. Like it's, just, it's a really fun, fun spot to you know hang out and it's not even that long too which is pretty nice so mm-hmm. I will say it is nice to
1: see a show blended between uh a 3D screen show and actual actors and there's animatronics in the balconies and such uh so it, it is cool to see that still uh surviving um so those old
0: guys are so funny
1: yeah they are they are hilarious agreed um, so after that, I have absolutely no idea what we did. We went, did we, is that what we went did? uh
0: Millennium Falcon.
1: Smuggler's yeah. run. All right. So, uh, Nolan, you're going to get the, the, the
2: first dibs on this one. what do you think? All right. So first, um, I could. I guess I'll, I guess start with, that was like my first time going into Star Wars land or, uh, uh, um, Galaxy's Edge. Yep there we go um so um it was really cool um i didn't realize i guess how big it is which is wild because i'm used to i guess harry potter you know and it's pretty big but this has like so much land and a lot of stores to look into and a lot of shops and there's just there's a lot to kind of look at you know you could you could be there for maybe like a half a day just doing all that stuff so it's it's pretty wild um but i thought it was really cool um just the way that everything's set up um it felt really futuristic which i felt was like really cool um and just kind of seeing everything was was awesome um and i think the best part i guess with the land i guess uh looking wise i would say probably was the millennial millennium falcon so uh that was really cool to look at and and whatnot so um like kyle said earlier uh single rider's the way to go unless you really want to be a pilot but I had a really fun time going on and just being, being the gunner or gun whatever and just pressing all those buttons like a, a madman. But... All right, hold
1: on. One second, one second. I just want to say really fast. We got on this ride. We had two folks who were rather elderly. No offense to the elderly community. <laughs> they were in scooters. It took us forever to get on. They had some troubles, you know, hopping out of it and hopping on the ride. Let me tell you something. I was pretty nervous that we were going to crash every two seconds. They were steady, Eddie. We we completed the mission. We didn't crash. Yeah. They, were, they were great. They made it fun. Nolan and I, I will say, as a gunner, it's not the best position to be in because all you're doing is slapping one button the entire time. Mm-hmm. The ride's still fun regardless, but if you can avoid being that, engineer or pilot is the way to go. So, anyway, shout out to the two homies that were our pilots. You guys were great. <laughs>
0: well, from good pilots to bad pilots, because... <laughs> I had teenagers, and they <laughs> hit everything. Like, we we crashed so many times, I didn't even think we were going to make it. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I was, so between the two times I went on with you guys and with Eli, and then also with my mom uh, in 2020, uh, I've only been an engineer. And, like, engineer is fine. Like, it's still one of my favorite rides by far, but I would love to experience what it's like to be a pilot. So I think at one point, I'd like to wait and try to be a pilot, because um, they have, like, the most to do there, because otherwise, engineers are just pressing buttons, Um, like, you know, similar to what you said, but it's definitely one of the best rides in there by far.
2: Yeah, and I, so, it was, no, yeah, just real quick, I think it was just kind of cool, because you don't really realize how immersive the actual cockpit is, once you actually get in into it, mm-hmm. which I... It was, like, really cool because it's, like, wow, like, this is exactly like the Falcon. It's really cool. Um, The video projection was, like, pretty top tier. So, um, really really awesome, I guess, experience, especially for people, like, uh, older generations, you know, which grew up on Star Wars, you know. So, Mm -hmm. uh, them being there in person and getting to do that was, like, pretty cool. Because, like, Nick was saying, like, the uh, older people that were on it, I feel like especially – Maybe the one of them was like a really big Star Wars fan, so them getting to experience that was like kind of cool to kind of watch. So
1: I can't wait to get my dad on this thing one day. Um, <laughs> I think he's gonna have a great time. Okay, so uh Nolan, do you have any comments since this was your first time being there? Do you have any comments on anything else with Galaxy's Edge before we we'll
2: come back to it with Rise? But yeah, uh, move off of it. So. I, we've, we've mentioned this on the podcast, um, and I'm not the biggest Star Wars guy by any means, but I do feel like it is missing that, like, that pizzazz, you know, like, it is really awesome to look at the the stuff that they have there, the merchandise, the food, everything's top tier. I just feel like nothing's it doesn't give me that that like wow on like a whole Disney level you know right which is kind of what I felt like when I walked the first time into Hogwarts or mm-hmm. Diagon you know but then again I'm a, I'm a really big Harry Potter guy so maybe that's why but that's just I guess my opinion but by all means it, it still is awesome the, the stuff that they have there and um, I still think they did an awesome job with it the whole shebang, so... Yeah. With, uh blue milk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, let's... We'll get to that. <laughs> um, Nolan, I mean, so you're 100% right, because, like, I am a big Star Wars fan, and granted, I'm not as big a Star Wars fan as I am a Harry Potter fan, but it's not the same feeling when you walk in there as when you walk into Hogwarts, um, just because... I think with, with Star Wars, the main complaints about the land and I completely agree, and I think this is why we don't feel that way, is because it's not anything that you've ever seen in the movies. This was a completely new land with a completely new, like, all these new, like, locations and everything, and so it's, like, it's Star Wars-inspired, but it's not like you're in the movies. And I think, like, Harry Potter especially, it puts you in the movies. Like, you see everything that you see on screen is what you have in the parks, so I think that's a huge part of it also. Um, and then another thing, I think, look, I think that they do a good job with it. And I think, look, it's, it's really fun, but I think the land itself, the, the food, they don't have that many options. Like, you know, it's Rontos, Rom, uh, Raptors or whatever it's called, Raptors, whatever. And then there's, um, there's the Cantina, which doesn't have food, but has drinks and, I don't even think they have any other food. And then the actual stands, like, yeah, there, there were a lot of, like, stands, like, in that strip. And then they have those two, like, the lightsaber place, and then they have the droid place. But, like, though all those stands have very similar things. Like it And it's, like, nothing that I wanted. Like, I feel like there are so many great Star Wars um, memorabilia and stuff out there. And, like, you know, things that you would want merchandise that they didn't have um, so yeah, so that's, that's just what I thought. It was still really fun. still awesome. Uh, and then also blue milk, like you said, that's like the equivalent of like butterbeer. It's not as good as butterbeer, but it was amazing. I had like three.
1: <laughs> it was, It was so good. I was addicted. Uh, I could go, we could have an entire podcast for me. But well, let's just hear your the, thoughts on it. Shri- right? No, no, no. I will be here no. for three days. Right. Um, The the one thing that I will say from a merchandising perspective, they can't just go hog wild with it because it had to blend in with the planet of Batu. Um, If they just put like, you know, episode four t-shirts out there, it just wouldn't make sense with the storyline they were trying to convey. So I think they pigeonholed themselves into a corner yeah. because everything kind of had to feel planet-esque and like you were... You know, a visitor to it, because a lot of the shops that they have in this one district, it's like a, I don't know, like a bazaar or a marketplace, and mm-hmm. everything kind of feels like handcrafted or whatever. And like, I get it. You want to make it feel authentic, but you're, again, you're kind of shortchanging yourself to what could be. So, um, yeah, I mean, I could, I could be here for 30 years and complain, but I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, moving on. We went to, what did we do after that? We went to Indiana Jones. Aerosmith. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You're oh, yeah. right. So, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, which, really quick, just a complete side note. Uh, in Paris, they have Rock and Roller Coaster as well, which they're now going to reskin, retheme to Iron Man, which I have a feeling might make its way over to uh, Hollywood Studios. If that makes any sense, I don't know. Because uh, they got to do something because they lost a contract with Aerosmith, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's an interesting uh, idea to uh, rumble with. So Rockin' Roller Coaster is a staple roller coaster within Florida. It is a great launch coaster with a single loop and I think a corkscrew, so it's not that intense after your initial launch, but the initial launch is worth an 80-minute wait alone. It is so good. The build-up, listening to Steven Tyler do his friggin' amazing build-up, it's a great, great, great time. So we waited, oh God, how long did we wait for this thing? I think we waited about 80 minutes. Yeah. Um... Now, Kyle, Kyle, we have a picture of Kyle that proves <laughs> that Kyle had a great time. So, Kyle, how was your experience with Aerosmith?
0: It was the best. Like, it was awesome. Um, I didn't know what to expect, and uh we were waiting in line, and then all of a sudden these paramedics with a stretcher go in, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's not the most promising <laughs> Um But it was, like, it was so cool – the the first time they shoot you, it was the fastest launch I've ever experienced. They just shot you. I don't know how, how fast it was, but I was not expecting that. And, like, all the breath left my body, but it was <laughs> awesome.
2: It was it was perfect. Yeah, and this is uh, Kyle's first time ever, so yeah, um, it was kind of cool to see him experience that. Because, I mean, I've been on it, like, a different amount of times, but obviously not in a while, but... Still, it was it was an awesome experience. The, uh, I mean, I've it definitely I think is a lot better than the last time I remembered. Yeah, Cause I'm older and been on more roller coasters, so I guess more um, appreciation for certain rides. So, but uh, it, like Kyle said, it it was awesome. So,
0: oh, and the funniest part of that whole experience, Nolan, you know what I'm talking about. I don't even think Nick knows, but so <laughs> me and Nolan were sitting in the front car. And so we were we were in the front car, and then right behind us was Nick and someone else. And so after it's done, like Nick says, um, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "Oh, it was great." And he's like, "Not as bad as you thought, right?" I'm like, "No, not at all." And uh, he said something else, and I answered. And then Nolan's like, he's talking to the girl, and there was a girl right next to him. I'm like, "Oh." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah. This this poor. I don't remember where she was from exactly, but this poor this poor woman. She she looked absolutely horrified. And you talk about a death grip on the restraint. There was no way it, this thing could have her restraint could have lifted up mid ride. There was no way she was falling out. She was gripping on mm-hmm. so tight. Um, at the end, she said she had a great time, but she closed her eyes. So I don't <laughs> know. She, this. I give her credit for even doing it because Nolan's mom has gone through this. We have some stories about that too. So if you're brave enough, one of those people who's brave enough to do a roller coaster you don't want to do, I give you a lot of credit because I know how, how uh, nerve-wracking that can be. That's um, true. Yeah, especially – yeah, it's true. Her husband, her husband – I have like – I'm part of their memories, dude. He was taking a video <laughs> of her, and I was like, hi. Yeah. Anyway, that was – that's a whole different ballgame. Wait, where so- was – <laughs> uh, he was he was in your row after our car. He was waiting for the next car.
0: Oh gotcha. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: really so yeah, and anyway, it's it's gonna be sad to see uh Aerosmith leave as a as the helm for that ride, but what yeah. a what a fantastic roller coaster. Um anyway, after that Somebody help, because I don't don't remember exactly what we did. What did we do?
0: I think we went to Toy Story Mania, right? Well, because we had the whole thing with... uh... We did the Indie. Oh, Indie, Indie. You're right, Nolan. You're right.
1: All right. So Indie uh, was not the greatest showing. They had an abridged showing for whatever reason. I'm not sure. It was the last show of the day, 4 o'clock show, and they pulled the third act, which is like the best part of the damn thing. So I'm not really sure what was going on there. Um, Nolan, Kyle, I don't know. If you guys had the best time because you didn't get to see the full thing, but what did you think of from what you saw,
2: Nolan? Um, I liked it. I, I, the thing that was kind of weird that, um, I, I, we talked about. I'm not. I don't remember exactly what we said, but I thought I remembered the show being like an actual show rather than a um, kind like a movie set show I, I i could totally totally be wrong but that's the at least how i remembered it um but um it was cool you know i i remembered most of it um you know um the first act's really awesome and then them opening up the whole thing you don't realize how big the stage is so with the stunts and all that it just it's really cool especially because uh you know they don't have the lights and motor action show anymore so it kind of had like that little feel of it in a sense you know but uh I, I had a good time
0: i really liked it um and i was very disappointed that we couldn't see that third that third uh image or that third um part just because i i thought it was so cool like the first one was pretty funny because like they fake that like Indiana jones gets rolled over by a ball and yeah all these people come running out Um, and then that actually went viral on, right on TikTok when, like, people were like, oh my God, he he got crushed. And I'm (laughs) like, it's part of the show. And, yeah. And that second scene was awesome. I thought it was really cool to see them jumping. Like, there was that one scene where they jumped down, um, from, like, a, like a big building. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, so I just, I wish I could have seen that third one. At some point, hopefully, I'll get to see it.
2: Yeah, and the, I know, Nick. Nick's obviously a huge guy. Indiana Jones fan, but um, Third Act's really awesome. You know, they have the fire. They have a freaking huge-ass airplane. Which
3: uh, uh, I, wish I yeah, saw.
2: It's, it's really cool to see it in person, so definitely next time you're there, you should definitely get yeah. When I was a kid and I saw this show for the first time
1: <laughs> and I saw Indiana Jones drop out of the rafters with a rope, I knew that's what I wanted to do with my life. And to be honest with you, I still want to do that. It hasn't changed. I still am absolutely in love with that show. If you have any appreciation for movies, how they're filmed, especially the stunt performers, which get almost zero credit on any big film, especially if you're uh, doing a film for Tom Cruise. Fuck that guy. Um, It is is really impressive to watch uh, these guys. Sometimes you could see in the show, I think they were kind of tired from the day because it kind of looked like they were just going through the motions a little bit on certain things. But just to watch the timing, there's so much chaos happening, organized chaos, obviously, because it's completely choreographed. But watching, you know, Indiana Jones, a stunt performer with a whip, which is a super dangerous weapon, which could, you know, it could leave lacerations on your skin and, you know, a crack. You got guns that are we, – we know what happened with Alec Baldwin. Anything can happen. Fire. They're jumping off two-story free fall. It's just such a great, great show, and it's going to be really sad if this ever leaves because Lights, Motors, Action was a great complement to it. Um, I just – I hope they never get rid of it because it's just such a good time. Again, another great way to get out of the sun in in the summer and whatnot. So um, definitely give it a a viewing if you haven't. And if you have, watch it again. So after that, we ended up going to Toy Story Mania, I believe. Is that right?
0: Uh, Well, we tried (laughs) to go to Rise of the Resistance. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we got derailed.
1: Um, so, we had our, our Genie Plus Fast Pass for Rise of the Resistance around 5 o'clock. The ride went down. Um, no, was that what happened? Didn't we get in line? We were yeah.
0: about to. We, it was 5 o'clock. We had our passes for Lightning Lane, and then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, this is broken. It might be down for two hours.
1: That's right. That's right. So, we got we got a little derailed with a, uh, I don't know, some kind of mechanical error or whatever, and the ride was shut down. So, we... Couldn't get our fast pass immediately. Went over to Toy Story Mania. In Toy Story Mania, the line for Toy Story Mania, uh, we had an argument, which yeah. ended up becoming—I uh, uh, don't know if it came to fruition or not—but uh, I just want to say I, I, I beat the shit out of everybody. So thank you. <laughs> take my take my I, first prize. No,
2: no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: seem like you took offense to that. All right, so uh, look, Toy will, Story Mania. Oh, I will, go ahead.
2: Like I think, I mean, we had really. A great time the whole day, but I think that was probably the, the highlight of the day. Just waiting, waiting for uh, one Toy Story Mania that he we had a, a big competition. we were okay. in line, and yeah. whatever heads up, and then we yeah. also for the Rise of Resistance. And then the whole time that we thought it was open is actually closed. But we, didn't know until we got off. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I let Nick finish, but um, I I love that right.
1: Yeah, no, you're good, dude. So, Toy Story Mania is a absolutely fantastic use of a screen interactive shooter. It is so much fun. All you're doing is moving from screen to screen with a different quote-unquote carnival game. Um, it's executed perfectly. It's so much fun. There's competition with you and your friends, your family, whoever you're with. Um, we, had, we had a little side bet on uh, the time that Kyle was going to end up leaving the park yeah. and it was me and Eli versus Nolan and Kyle and uh i did the dirty work that's all i got to say i i pulled it out it was it was a good time so nolan i i want have you been on that before was that your first time
2: uh i think that was my second time i the first i went on with my family for the first time i think it was like the last ride we did and uh i <laughs> uh you you have to ask my mom when you see her next but we got stuck right in front of um what's his face, Mr. Potato Head, <laughs> I I, sure you know, the dude was just, like, slapping jokes in front of us for, like, 20 minutes, because we just, got... <laughs> <laughs> we just oh, repeating man. things. but, uh, no, that, no, like, Nick said, the ride's awesome, um, just gonna do all, all that cool gaming stuff, it's on my alley, and, um, I, I have a really bummed shoulder, so, uh, I <laughs> really, I really tried to help Kyle, um, I was doing all I could. I even just I, I, by the time I got off, I think my shoulder was like gonna fall off. Well, but, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, yeah, Kyle saw firsthand. I I was I was doing everything I can. It was like my hand was arm was like on rapid fire, but <laughs> it was it's really awesome. And the the hardest game in my opinion that I had trouble with was the um the balloon shooting. I think that it was kind of hard for me to judge it. And, um, I think it's just because they have a couple others before that maybe there's one before that is a little more simpler. So they kind of stuck on that mode, but, um, all in all, it's, it's an awesome ride. And, and for the record, I think Nick beat me by like less than maybe like eight thousand, seven thousand. <laughs> if you've been on a ride, you know how, how little that is. So. <laughs> It's got, got, he just got very lucky that. Yeah, guess, we can have maybe, round two. Maybe, maybe was on like the the right side, you know. Yeah, I was just on the <laughs> on the harder side, so yeah, but it was.
0: Mm. So
2: yeah, I mean, look,
0: that one. So what happened there was that we Eli wanted to leave the park, um, right after we right right after we finished the ride and didn't want to wait for Rise of Resistance. And I'm like, we have to. Like, this is the main ride. You, we gotta wait. And so, like, we ended up – so we didn't end up betting on it because we decided um, by 6.30, if it's not open, we're going to leave. And thank God it was open, and it was the shortest time I think anyone's ever waited for that, that ride. Because we, we had lightning lane passes still, but, like, even even with that, I think it was so short. I don't know what you guys thought.
1: You – the nolan i i need you to appreciate this again i don't think you understand my friend there is you could be walt disney himself and not get on the ride any faster yeah i swear to god we were again god kissed my other cheek on that time (laughs) we we were very 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 lucky with this whole trip the timing everything um yeah no well well said kyle absolutely
0: Thank you. And then let's, Nolan, let's get your thoughts on the actual ride, because that was your first time on it.
2: So, yeah, um, I've heard a lot of things, obviously, um, with this ride. Um, All the stuff, pre-shows, this and that, blah, blah, blah. (coughs) Um, It was broken down like three times. I thought I wasn't going to be able to ride it, and I was like, well, I just missed out on riding that, so that's pretty lit. But uh, we got lucky, and um, like Nick said, I mean, I, I definitely knew how lucky I was just because I, I, I mean, the weight was like maybe 190 minutes, like an hour before we were supposed to get on, which is, I was like, holy, that was, that was a lot, um, and it being a weekend, so all that stuff, but, um, so, uh, yeah, so the line, um, we got in right away, like, no weight whatsoever, um into the first pre-show which was pretty cool they had ray and uh i think DBA was was out Mm -hmm. so that was pretty cool um but i think one of my favorite things about this whole ride was the experience of the actual queue was very much like a private party um so like after the first pre-show with like ray um you're boarded or you're sent to like the the spaceship or a ship whatever you want to call it and it's kind of like in an, it takes you like outside into this private area. So it's like, it's really secluded, which is really cool because you're like in a separate kind of spot from the park. It seems like, um, so that was, that's just really awesome to kind of go through. Um, and then next obviously is the ship pre-show, which is awesome in itself. Uh, I forgot that ugly, ugly ass guy's name, but yeah, uh, that was, what <laughs> it was a cool animatronic. Um, so that was just a really cool experience. And obviously when the doors open and you see all the stormtroopers and being on there, it's just, it's a really cool, um, experience. Probably like my most favorite part of the whole ride or key, whatever you want to call it, Just, just seeing that firsthand was just really cool. And there's just a lot, a lot going on in that area. You have like all the architecture around you and just how it's set up. And it's really cool to look at. So definitely appreciated that. Um, and then waiting for, I guess, the next pre-show, which was awesome because they had like the, the, uh, workers there, like built to character, which is awesome to see because I've seen videos and TikToks about that, which is pretty funny. Um, so then we went on to the final pre-show, which is really awesome. How they transported you again into like the, uh, the ride, which is, I didn't ex, I didn't remember or expect, um, how they kind of made it like a, actual mission like they like the door opened or whatever happened and then you were like rushed into the ride and like had to escape which was really awesome how they kind of did that and uh yeah but the ride was awesome um I know Nick I'll probably mention it there was like one or two things that weren't fully working but um just the whole ride the tech there I'll just say this there is so much going on that you would probably have to ride this like four times to even like remember what's happening next just because there's like gunfire you got people shooting each other you got things moving you don't know which direction you're going you got like two to four different like cars coming at you or 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 vehicles um you don't know if you're gonna go up down left uh up the elevator down at the end like there's just a lot of cool things that um that i experienced and just the way that they do it, and um, it was really awesome. And also the the end, how they um, pull you into the exit, like it was just so seamless on how they did that, which I thought was awesome. Um, the one thing I will say is that I did feel like it was a little hard to keep track of what was going on, especially mm-hmm. for like the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I feel like, Disney's main thing is telling a story and uh for me I felt like it was a little difficult because like there was just so much going on. So maybe um if I were to ride it more, I'd appreciate it more. But I thought it was just awesome. Um, you know, people have been saying this ride ride has been like top tier for like uh three, four years, you know, so I I finally got to ride it and it lives up to the hype. So um I was really glad I got to ride it and like Nick said I guess I guess I got really lucky with the the waiting so thankfully that all kind of worked out too so yeah
0: this is by far i think at least in my opinion the best ride in disney um i think it lived up to the hype like you said Nolan I mean it, they definitely could do a little bit better with the storyline but as far as a thrill ride like it it's awesome like it's a nonstop stop roller coaster without being a roller coaster like it's like a, it's as close as you can come to a roller coaster while being that trackless ride um it's it's so cool i mean just the, the animatronics are awesome the storyline's awesome And i think that's another thing is like they achieved all of this with very minimal screens so i think that's that's probably their their greatest achievement there um, a lot of animatronics a lot of physical sets which i really appreciated um nick there was an interesting point that you and I both caught. Um, So I wanted to talk to you about that. Uh, There's a point where Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren animatronic, sees you, and he turns around, and he's supposed to, like, bring you in with the Force, and you're supposed to barely escape. Um, But when we got there, he didn't turn around, and there were two huge, like, fences between us and the animatronic. So let's talk a little bit about that. So... What it, so I, I guess, why do you think it was that the fences were there?
1: So the, there's like a a door or a piece of the ship that that uh, covers him when part of the ship is blown out and he starts being sucked into space and you're transitioned into another room. It, this would make so much more sense if you've been on it before with this working. Right now, if you haven't, there's really no point in me saying that. So, uh, But th- there's... Uh, the reason why they had so many technical difficulties through my assumption for that day was because of that specific animatronic. And I think for them to keep the ride going, instead of shutting it down for the day and trying to diagnose the issue and fix the issue, which who knows, it could take, you know, friggin four hours, 10 or whatever, they put in a reserve system. So they have a screen to the right of Kylo, the actual animatronic through a window looking out into space and Kylo comes in on a ship and start shooting at you and say, I don't know if you remember what he said because I was so distracted by what the heck was going on. I was trying to figure out why this was happening because I hadn't experienced this before. So I felt it, it was really interesting for them to notice this and have a reserve plan in case this happened, so they didn't have it down for the whole day and piss guests off for not being able to ride it. It's a shame you're not going to be able to experience it in its full glory because if it's your one time, that's kind of it. You don't really have another chance. But it's good for for guests to be able to ride this without, you know, being shunned off for the day or whatever so i thought it was really really interesting for them to take this into consideration and implement this so they had a reserve system because otherwise nolan unfortunately we would have been a shit out of luck which would have been a, a real bummer because that's what we were there for
3: yeah yeah and it dude. was
0: yeah so you go first
2: mom uh, no it's really cool how they have um that extra you know thing just in case of you know stuff breaks down Cause I guess it does, it does happen a lot. And, you know, I've seen videos online and I kind of was expecting that to happen, but I didn't know when it's supposed to happen. And like, <laughs> once I, the ride was over, I was like, wait, wasn't that supposed to happen? I was like really confused, but uh no, it's yeah. it's really cool kind of how they have that. And it's smart, you know, because like, yeah, it might suck, I guess, for that not to be in like full action, you know, but having the ability to have it open and getting to ride pretty much the whole ride besides like maybe one or two things cut is way better than not being able to ride it at all so
0: yeah and actually it's funny because i guess that thing breaks down a lot um (laughs) because i remember when my mom and i wrote it um back in 2020 we got stuck at that exact section right in front of kylo ren and (laughs) it was like so when we got to the gates, I'm like, this is new. Like, I have never seen this before. Like I, I know this animatronic very well because I sat watching it for like 10 minutes. And so that was, that was really funny. But it was great. I mean, the whole thing was awesome. They did such a great job with it. And I'm glad that everyone got to ride it.
1: So unfortunately, Nolan and I, not unfortunately, it's kind of a poor choice of words, but we we got to ride everything except for Slinky Dog. We were beat to shit at the end of the day. We had been there since Rope Drop. Um, we did everything except for Slinky Dog. And Slinky Dog is it's kind of worth skipping, in my opinion, considering for everything else that we had gone on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Nolan and I live in Florida, so it's not like it's a big deal. We can shoot up there another time and definitely get on it. But, uh, Nolan, overall uh, experience from Hollywood Studios, what you got?
2: Um, I thought it was an awesome trip in general, you know, well worth going up. Um and that was pretty much the most um hyped part I guess in Disney for me because, you know, I've been there so long and I have all these new things like the Toy Story Land was wasn't there. Um Star Wars Galaxy's Edge wasn't there. Um real uh Mickey and Minnie's wasn't there. So just seeing that in person, the nostalgia, and getting to be there again, which is awesome to um, do again. Um, so overall, you know, I, I think it was I, – I mean, I, I hate to be that person, but I really don't see how you could have had a, a better day. You know, the, the weather was perfect. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. The wait times were nothing – The as bad as like expected you know uh, like you said Aerosmith was maybe like 60 70 minutes which is not bad for being the highest wait time and just it was just an awesome day so and just you guys being there was uh, even adding to it so I had a great time and uh, I would say I mean I'm not a Disney pro but um, if you're ever going to Hollywood studios, I feel like the way that we did it, I think is the way to go. I mean, if, if you can't get a, a pass for it, rise, I mean, I don't know what else you're gonna do, but you know, um, it just makes the most sense because I guess Tower of Terror is just the weights for that go pretty big. Um, and then everything else, you know, um, so just, I guess I would say make sure you do, i guess tower of terror first make sure you get a rise pass and i guess go from there because i mean everything else you can do you know um as the day goes on but those two rides go super high when it comes to wait times so i mean yeah so and I, and nick's gonna i i assume he's gonna talk about our adventure after but um Jeez. i had a great time during the, during the day so
0: yeah, and and just last thing I want to say is, like, there is so much to do at Disney. Like, there, it's, like, obviously four parks, and they're all pretty big. And so, like, I always leave, Um, at least the last couple of times, I, I left thinking, you know, after a couple of days, thinking, like, I needed more time because I didn't get to do everything I wanted. And, like, I think the optimal time, if you could do it, is, like, at least five days there. Because, I mean, to do each park, at least, you know, one you know one park one day maybe not for animal kingdom but like for everything else like there's so much to do
2: yeah and that and that's what i realized too you know when it comes to like universal um i I, i've been uh lucky you know going there and getting express passes so um you're able to really do most not even just one park but pretty much both parks you could possibly do in one whole day you know yeah Um, Disney, it has, like Kyle said, there's so many things to do when it comes to rides, experiences, shows, food, drink, what parades. Like they, they, just have so much stuff, and um, it was just, it's a really cool thing to experience again, you know, because I haven't been there in, in so long. But um, it's an awesome spot, and I know we do complain with like traffic and just the the money that you have to spend it to be there but it, it really if like if you do have a, a good day there you know like we did like it, it's well worth it so
1: yeah it's well worth it it's also well worth complaining about because uh, I will say as fun <laughs> as it is they're just fucking way too greedy sometimes oh, and yeah. that's just a fact um, and so, waiting on
0: lines I mean like that's the one that's a huge advantage Universal has like you use the fast pass. Because most of the time you spend waiting on lines at Disney. That's the only
2: issue. Yeah. And right. I will say, too, real quick uh, Kyle mentioned earlier, but the Lightning Lane shindig, whatever they got going on, is a, a huge scam. And don't get that. 100%. Yeah, it's <laughs> <a> bullshit. <laughs> lines have plagued theme parks for ages. And I
1: think uh, it's going to take a really big brain to be able to solve that. Because uh, they try them with this virtual queue shit, but uh, I don't know if they're ever going to get past it. Maybe well, when I'm 85.
0: I mean, I feel like this, like Universal solved it. Like, I feel like we don't really wait that much. At Universal.
1: Uh, if you're a regular guest, I would disagree. If you have an Express Pass, you're golden. That's what I'm saying. Um,
0: like, if you have an Express Pass.
1: No, I'm talking about. I I, from that standpoint, I, I cater more to the regular guests because they're the ones that are going to be suffering from waiting and all in line anyway. So until they can solve that, then come talk to me. All right. So listen. Nolan, I'm I'm <laughs> proclaiming Nolan as the king of finding the best hidden diners, drivins, and dives. Guy Fietti minus the <laughs> cockatoo hair. Um,
2: I'm I'm a pretty humble guy when it comes to a lot of things, but no, brag, brag,
1: brag, brag. Go, 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 go. go.
2: When it comes to this sort of thing, I think my main, I, I guess my tier one of like abilities in life, I would say is finding deals and finding food spots out the wazoo. I, I don't know how I do it. It just happened. <laughs> and I, I just don't know. So um, Nick will tell you, but we had a, a nice uh, encounter, especially after that, after that long day. It really is. So. so do me a favor. Since you're
1: good at finding deals, find me a deal in a house in Celebration because I really <laughs> got to move there ASAP. So Nolan finds this place called the Celebration Town Tavern. Um, it had good reviews, and he was like, all right, we're going to do it. So it was about ten fifteen 10, 15-minute drive from Hollywood Studios, which is eh, probably a little closer than that. So we're driving, get off the highway, and all of a sudden we're in this neighborhood that feels like I'm in Haddonfield, and Michael Myers is about to pop out of the corner and <laughs> slice my like, head off. That sounds like a movie set. <laughs> Genuinely. It was – the architecture made no sense for Central Florida – it was very northeastern. It was very colonial. It had a really like serene vibe to it. It was really cool because a lot of the houses had Mickey Mouse wreaths on the door. So it still had a Disney feel to it, even though we weren't in the compound complex, whatever of Disney. Um, so we're, we're driving through this neighborhood and we end up in this like little, if you've ever been in South Florida, if you've ever been to Del Rey, Del Rey beach, they have like a little strip of shops and restaurants that leads up to the beach all of a sudden we're put in this like little pocket of heaven where they have you know every restaurant you could think of ice cream shops regular shopping dining if you wanted to get your taxes done you could probably find a place there too <laughs> so we get we get to the this the uh uh celebration town tavern and unfortunately Kyle and Eli had to depart they made their way down to Miami because that's where Eli lives which is a heck of a trek Miami is yeah. no fun to get to
0: yeah i was i was hoping that we would stay but it it just got too late, and like we had to, you know, with the weight, it's just we couldn't stay. That was the issue.
1: Yeah, I, I don't blame Eli on that one. I mean, it's a, it's a bitch and a half to drive. Anyway, the the restaurant that we went to was a northeastern uh,
2: uh, sports bar, I guess we'll call it,
1: and they had a lot of Red Sox memorabilia, a lot of uh, you know,
2: yeah, not not gonna lie, if if I knew it was a Boston restaurant, I would have. <laughs> it.
1: Yeah. Never would have gone (laughs) there. Oh man! So I don't remember what the guy's name was that served us, and I wish I did because the guy was absolutely phenomenal. I felt like he was like a side character in GTA or something. The guy was (laughs) fucking amazing. So we we had I had clam chowder because once I found out it was like a Red Sox themed place, I had to try it, and it was it was genuinely outstanding. The best chowder I've had outside of the city. Ten out of ten recommend. I got a Guinness. I was in absolute heaven. Nolan and I both got scampi. He got a scallop scampi. I got a shrimp scampi. Again, I've never seen an individual eat so fast either. The guy's like a Hoover vacuum when he <laughs> eats. He just sucks shit down. So it was. It was the. He said the scallops were cooked to perfection. The shrimp was absolutely incredible. Um, it capped off a genuinely perfect weekend. Besides a little bit of rain, which didn't stop our trip. Um, it doesn't get much better than that. Shout out to Celebration. If I ever become a, a millionaire and can afford a house up there because it's steep for a house up there right now, I will 100% close. So if you're looking to sell in a couple years, uh maybe I'm in the market. So, gentlemen, closing thoughts on the trip. That was um, awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And, I mean, shout out to Kyle and Eli because, I mean, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have uh gone there in the first spot. So, like I said earlier, just that whole Disney day, we planned it perfectly, had a great time. And, you know, getting to do all that was just uh, an awesome time, especially with uh, you guys. So, uh, uh, the juju that we brought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, shout out to you guys because, I mean, that, you know, it wouldn't have been the same without you guys. That was perfect. It was a great trip, great weekend.
1: Ditto. Well said. And sticking with the Disney news, I got an email recently announcing the uh, opening date for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, which opens on May 27th um, in Epcot in Walt Disney World, Florida. And they gave a DVC and annual pass holder preview, which I still haven't gotten dates on yet, but I'm going to do my best to try to get up there and ride it. Now, I know somebody on this podcast that is not me and not Kyle has an opportunity to be up there around the same time or if not the same weekend that this ride opens and is
2: that somebody named nolan (laughs) (laughs) yes well i i come i come to this podcast to tell you that 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 is true (laughs) however however there were some problems and we i might be going the weekend after instead which is no big deal that's probably better honestly yeah yeah but even 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 so you know um uh going back to Epcot and doing all that is just uh in Epco's it's either my first or my second favorite park in disney um probably my first depending on i guess how I experience this next trip, but um with all the stuff that they have the the, the um the countries the rides um this guardians ride is really cool you know it could even top it but um i mean i was i was pretty confident that they would probably open it around this time because i remember they mentioned you know summertime early summer and they want to do it i guess before i guess school is out or right right on it and holiday weekend you have a lot of people coming in so uh i'm intrigued you know i saw um i'm not sure if you guys saw it but um there were some videos um i guess with, within within the queue so uh it looked pretty cool but uh you know um i'm excited to kind of see the reviews because i feel like this is a huge um opportunity for them you know because they have the whole tron incident going on which i don't know when that's going to open <laughs> but uh uh i'm excited because because uh this new technology that they have on this ride you know the 360 roller coaster which is it just sounds really cool, um, so um, yeah
1: so really fast, Kyle, if you want to chime in go for it, so uh they put out a little teaser trailer for this this ride, and it it reveals almost nothing. It reveals uh what we've already known pretty much. The one thing that I keyed in on, and I'm really hoping for crossing my fingers, my toes, and all my bones hmm. is the soundtrack. That they played, well, obviously within the movie, an 80s soundtrack is a huge uh, staple for the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. And Peter Coyle, um, what's his name? Give me the actor's name. Pratt? How? Yeah, Chris I think Pratt? I was going to say Chris Stapleton. That's a fucking country singer. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Pratt is uh, a, great, a great pick for this, by the way. Uh, he's a really fun character. But he has a very loosey-goosey, kind of like cool guy Han Solo feel to him. And I really hope that this ride is... Just a good, a feel good, have fun roller coaster, and from the the trailer that they've they've uh, released, it looks like it's going to be nothing but just good times and good vibes. So I'm really, really looking forward to this. It's a blessing to have a roller coaster being built and opened in Epcot. It's it's needed, it's necessary, and I really, really cannot wait to ride this thing.
0: Do we know where in Epcot it's going to be?
1: So do you remember where the Ellen DeGeneres ride used to be?
0: Uh It's like in the back, right?
1: It's to the left. If you're facing uh, mission space, it's directly to the left of it. Got I don't it. know if that helps, but that's
2: where it is. Yeah. And oh, it's, okay. I remember even just uh, back in the day, you know, I was like, El- Elmrida is pretty cool, but I was like, this thing is ginormous. Like, they could easily make yeah. a great ride similar to, uh, what's it called? To uh, uh, um, Pasadena's Ferry, you know? Mm. Um, so... You know, I, I think what they will build, I mean, like this ride will be awesome, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see kind of what they, uh, what the reviews come in. So,
1: uh, Kyle, you got any thoughts on this? Before no, we close it I out? think, I think we
0: close. it out, we covered it.
1: All right, cool. So, we're moving on to something that I can't remember, but I'm going to try to remember as we're talking. Yeah. Uh I have a feeling it is something with Universal. What is it? It is Oh, that's what it is, Harry my bad. Potter. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, exactly. So the uh Ministry of Magic uh is supposedly gonna have a e-ticket attraction. I'm assuming it's an e-ticket attraction, within the new Epic Universe theme park currently being constructed. Now there were some details about this ride which you know, we all know how this goes, where things change and whatnot, and it's purely speculation, uh, based on permits and such. So, there's, uh, a kind of a chaotic, uh, unsolidified storyline that's been pushed out there so far, with Umbridge being the main antagonist, and they're having a, sort of like a suspended, uh, car system, similar to Transformers or Spider-Man. Now, Personally, I know you guys might disagree with me on this. I think this whole Harry Potter thing can be oversaturated, so they kind of have to be careful with what they do. And I think they don't have room to miss on this. Not that they've missed in anything before, but they they got to be careful here. So, fantastic. I just want to put this out there really fast. Fantastic Beasts just got axed by Warner Brothers. Pretty much halted. Go ahead, go read. Uh, well,
0: so like, so that was like the rumor. But what ended up happening was that they said that. There are two more movies that are supposed to come out. They said they're putting it on hold right now while they see what happens with the box office. So okay, technically, so if they do well, you know, when it comes out this week, they'll they'll bring it back.
1: Okay, <laughs> it's obviously man, it's a business first. They got to make their money. I kind of hope yeah. it doesn't happen, and I really hope that they pivot away from this whole Fantastic Beasts thing because I'm not a fan of the franchise by any mm. means. I think it's kind of tarnished what Harry Potter was. So yeah. are going to get into that. So, Kyle, I want to hear real fast your thoughts on this ministry ride. So, I mean,
0: it's interesting because I, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, there is that scene in – the uh, I think it was the last movie or it was, it was part one. It was either part two or part one um, where Harry, Ron, and Hermione break into the Ministry Magic, and they need to steal uh, a Horcrux off of Umbridge. And this is when – remember, they uh, they go in and, like, they use the polyjuice potion to become other people. And then they end up like with the Dol- uh, Dolores Umbridge, who's like, you know, um, who's doing that, um, the trial for uh, the the wife of the person that Ron turns into. Um, so if you're going to say that, that she it's in the ministry of magic and she's the main antagonist, I'm going to say that's probably what it is. And we know universal. I mean, they're very fond of doing that with Harry Potter rods like that, you know, Especially with um, with Diagon Alley, with um, Gringotts, when they, you know, they used the well, that scene in the movie where they were trying to break into Gringotts and they kind of expanded it and, you know, showed you different perspectives. So my guess, that's what they're going to do. Um, they said what was so odd about what they had said was that it was like going to be an elevator ride almost, which I didn't really understand how it's going to work. I mean, it's almost like going to be like a trackless elevator. It can go in all different directions, which would be cool. But I mean, I don't know. That's not really what I would love, honestly. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think?
3: No, and I'm gonna let you chime in.
2: Um. So yeah, I think they did have a cool aspect to it. I just I'm when it came to I guess the transition because um, they did have the levy system I think at first, but they decided. To kind of do it similar to like nick said to transformers and spider-man um so i that part of me is a little um not as excited because i wanted something kind of new but then again i do think that when they build this it'll be pretty top tier so maybe that won't be a huge factor but uh i i am excited you know because i did also see um With the, uh, opening of the land, um, I, I forget how they describe it, but it's like when you, when they enter the ministry, it's like they have like that green smoke or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like kind of like their way of getting into it. Um, somehow they're going to have it, like have it in with the guests. So somehow that's going to happen. And then you're going to somehow get into the ministry which is gonna be really cool. I have no clue how they're gonna do that, but I mean similar to uh the platform, nine and three quarters, I guess, you know, they did that like top tier. So I feel like um this'll be pretty close to that as well. So, you know, I'm excited of like the whole thing. Um I'm just really intrigued too with how they're gonna go this this whole land route because I feel like they they had a lot riding on fantastic beasts and i just i remember we had this conversation it was like that's i mean it sounds interesting but like if you're building a whole new theme park you know you got to have like five huge staples that can really pull people in and i don't really see fantastic beast really doing that and especially now with jk rowling and um just how these movies have kind of brought in people it hasn't been doing well and um I'm in- interested to see because right now they've only built or not really built but really have brought up only the part of the Harry Potter section of the land and the Fantas- Fantastic Fantastic Beast section hasn't been touched at all yet. So I'm interested to see kind of will they add another Harry Potter ride or whatever and instead of the fa- Fantastic Beasts or do they go the risky route and I guess, do what they were originally planning to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless this there's a stunner at the box office and this earns over a billion dollars, <laughs> this movie coming out this week, I don't think they're going to do a Fantastic Beast ride because it's just, one, it's not profitable because, like you said, I mean, the the box office returns aren't there, you know, not close to what a Harry Potter movie would be. And, I mean, the general interest in the franchise is very low because I mean people they've lost their plot thread. I feel like they just they don't really know what they're doing when they're making these movies, and I think Harry Potter is the safest way to go. So I think that's what they'll do.
1: Uh yeah, well said. Uh, there's a lot that I kind of wanted to comment on, but I think I think it's all been touched on. Um, we'll see what happens in the future. Uh, I'm really excited as we get closer to get just more information on this park because we're, we're, we know a little bit, but we're kind of in the dark on most of it, which is the best way to be. Um, mm-hmm. I like surprises. Uh, all right, Nolan, you want to give us a history portion?
2: Yeah, that's cool with me. All right, so let me just pull it up real quick. Let's see. All right, cool. So, um, we have, what is the date on it? April 15th? So it is two days from now. Um today's was kinda whack, so I had to look over a little bit. But uh okay. so anyway, hmm. so oh actually I didn't even see this too. Speaking of uh Emma Watson was born uh nineteen ninety, so she's ah. thirty one turning wow. thirty two days, so kinda wild. Jeez. Anyways, so uh a a park opened in I, I won't say the year because
3: I'll ask that question too. But the park opened on
2: April fifteenth, and it is nothing too crazy, but it isn't something like uh, MGM. I would say so. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So hold on. Say say what you just said one more
1: time. What about MGM?
2: So it's it's not a common park like MGM. Okay. Okay. You definitely could guess it.
1: Does the park uh, heavily feature water?
3: Is it a water
2: park? Uh, is it a water park? No. Oh, shit. Uh, it's not that big of a deal
1: on April 15th. It's not Animal Kingdom, is it?
2: I was thinking the same thing. It is not
1: Animal Kingdom? Ah. Uh, I mean, everything else is huge. Epcot's massive.
0: What about what about uh, Sea World?
2: It's not SeaWorld. World. Legoland. <laughs> Legoland. Not Legoland. Um,
0: not very. Bush far, Gardens.
2: But... <laughs> nope, nope. Uh,
1: Miami Seaquarium. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, it's in Florida, right? Maybe. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna take that as a yes. So nah, it's
2: not. <laughs> oh, it's not.
1: Uh, it's, not, it's really. not in Florida. Six
2: Flags.
1: I was gonna say, is it a Six Flags?
2: It's not Six Flags. Oh.
1: Is it? It's not. Is it? It's not a big deal. You said so. It. It. But it is like a full-fledged. We have rides, amusement park. Oh I yeah, yeah.
2: It's 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 good. It's good. Okay. Uh. Nobody's good.
1: I mean, it's not it can't be universal Hollywood.
2: Nope.
3: Uh How notable is this?
2: Uh I don't I don't really know how to answer that. <laughs> have we talked about it before on this podcast?
1: Uh yeah,
2: yeah.
1: We have, huh? Uh is it in the state of California? No. Uh SeaWorld Texas. I have no idea. <laughs> you got it. SeaWorld Texas. <laughs> Kyle, what do, what do you got?
0: I I'm trying to think of something that's outside of like California or Florida. Is it in uh, this
1: freaking
2: country? <laughs> it is not. Okay, there we go. That's better. Is so it? is it Disneyland Paris? Games world in uh, Dubai? Uh-huh. It is not. Nope
3: is it associated with the mouse
1: it is yes is it tokyo disney sea no is it universal beijing no is it shanghai disney that's not
2: no it's not disney Paris. nope
3: euro disney oh yeah it's gotta be no wait what
1: am i missing Disney... Mexico. Heck <laughs> <Right>. no, <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I am very confused. Um, Did we say Tokyo, Japan? Or sorry, Tokyo, um, <laughs> Universal?
3: Nope, that was a good guess, Nope. And what is I it? am so confused. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is in. It is. Um. It is. It's in Asia. It's not Tokyo Disney Sea. No.
0: What is there? Isn't there another um China um or uh, yeah. uh Disney China?
3: Like Beijing, Beijing Disney. No, it is is not not that. Hong
2: Kong. <laughs> no.
1: Bruh. Yeah. Where in are you on a different planet? Like <laughs> I <laughs> I feel like I've said all the Disney parks. I'm very confused. We said we said Tokyo Disney Sea. We said Shanghai. We said Hong Kong. Mhm. Uh
3: uh, what am I missing in Asia?
2: Associated with the mouse? <laughs> you want me to just say it? I mean, is well, it in
3: Tokyo? <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> I mean, is, I mean, is, mean, the is there a, a guess
2: yes? Or Tokyo or? Disney?
1: <laughs> I have no idea.
2: It is Tokyo, Disneyland. <laughs> oh my god. So come on, man. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Nick did <kept> um, say <laughs> He he said
1: Disney. No, sea. I said Disney Sea. There's a
2: difference. Yeah, so Disney Sea is like the I guess the islands, I would mm-hmm. say. And then uh Disneyland is the the OG. Got it. But uh yeah, it it is. Do you have a guess on
3: guess what on, year? It was?
1: Oh, fucking goddamn it! <laughs> is it how how recent would I guess? Uh, uh
0: I would say two thousand
1: three. Okay. I have I really don't have much reference for this. Is it north or south of the year 2000? Uh south. South. Okay. So, Disney World was
3: 71.
2: Mhm. So, so, I'm going s- to I'll give you guys a hint. So, this Disney had four different, I believe this is what it's referring to. But it had I guess four different locations. Are three different locations built before this, and this was the fourth. If that gives any
3: clue.
1: Okay, so Disneyland, Disney World. What was before that, though? So if seventy-one, it's after that. It's got to be after that, obviously. I'm gonna say, oh my god, I don't know. I, I don't have much reference for this at all. Ninety. A three. I have
2: no idea. I'm gonna say 98.
1: (laughs) So the answer is 1983. Wow! Oh Oh, shit! That's okay. Nick, you almost had
0: it. You
3: were you were ten years off. Ten years off. Almost.
2: uh, I would have said to get a lot of ticket with that one. Wow! Shit. Okay. And I don't know what the um if this is true or not it it could be but it's it's mentioned of being the fourth so apparently this was the first disney outside the u.s wow that's true i just don't understand how it's the fourth theme park
3: Uh. So, so
2: was there was it was it maybe was it disney and then they had Disneyland and then Epcot, and this was maybe the fourth? Is that they way? had
1: oh, – so hold on a second. So it, it, Disneyland was, what, 55? Disney World was 71.
2: And Epcot was, I, I think,
1: before 83. When I was be Epcot? Yeah, when was that? Epcot opening date. Epcot opened – oh, yeah, the year before. Wow, that's kind of cheating. 82.
2: Oh so, yeah, so it was the fourth ever Disney theme park, which is kind of wild to think about it now. Hmm. So uh, yeah, but it, I remember seeing it was on Disney Plus that show. They were they were talking about Disneyland, but uh, no, I'm looking at the rides too. They have pretty much all the classics. They have Adventureland, Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, and they also have a Western Land. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I. It was a little little difficult, but, uh, we got it done. Yes, sir. As we always do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, you guys got any other comments, concerns? I don't think so. Questions? Uh, no, I think we covered it all. We covered a lot. Yeah, we had a... A full we we had a, a four course meal episode I would say oh yeah hundred <laughs> percent mm-hmm.
3: so,
2: yeah so uh, as always hopefully you guys enjoyed listening um, make sure you follow us on Twitter Instagram TikTok at four four year amusement or four your amusement podcast also make sure to, to subscribe to us wherever you listen to us on whether it be Apple Podcasts Spotify or anywhere else and we will see you guys next week peace peace we